0: Are you ready for 4th of July? Well, you're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Beckrack, along with Amy Wagner. Feeling a little burned out as you head into the July 4th weekend? Uh, Well, and you're not going to see any fireworks burning out because they're not happening. Here's a piece of advice. Extend the weekend. Figure out how to take some time off. Take a chill pill. Use your vacation Get away somehow. Lock yourself in the basement. Tell everybody do not disturb, like Rip Van Winkle or something. I just get away.
1: You may not realize it because you're kind of in this same thing over and over again every day, maybe not even leaving your house, but it's easy to get in a rut during this time, And, and many people are not using your PTO. So there's an HR company called Zenefits, and they said that about half the PTO requests are coming in this time this year as compared to the same time last year. I think people, there's nowhere that you can go, right? You're not maybe going to the beaches or the parks or Gatlinburg or wherever it is that you would go, uh, so you're not taking the time. But what you don't realize is you get into that rut of the same thing every day and even just getting yourself out of that routine for a couple of days. I get on my deck as often as I possibly can, just sunshine and breeze, but just kind of giving yourself a break from that can make a huge difference.
0: Yeah, and shall we talk practically? Your boss wants you to take paid time off. They budgeted for your paid time off. Health, uh, uh, mental health professionals will tell you the less time off you take, probably the less productive you are. You don't recharge batteries when, they're, when you're using the flashlight all the time, so you might still have a light coming out of the front called a smile but I'll bet you it's not the smile off of, if you were a flashlight, that it would be if you actually took some time to recharge your batteries. But the question becomes, you know, I think of the Southwest uh, Airlines commercial, want to get away? The question is, hi. Hi. Want to get infected? Uh, This is the question you're asking.
1: Well, for those of you who are maybe thinking about taking PTO, you're maybe not going to fly anywhere right now. United and American both announced that they're going to start booking flights to full capacity this month, meaning for those airlines that have that middle seat as kind of a buffer, I mean, that's not even social distancing. Let's figure, I mean, seriously, like those seats are about a foot wide. I mean, you are squeezing your little hiney into that anyway. Uh, So the seat in the middle is not giving you six feet of distance anyway. But as of this month, they're saying, sorry, we're going to put people in all three seats. Delta, uh, the remaining airline that seems to say, you know what, through September, we're going to give you that middle seat as that little buffer.
0: Yeah. And so the issue is: Delta is either flying more flights or accepting a new reality and building a business plan around it. And yes, if you've been listening to Simply Money for a long time, that last three sentences was Nathan saying something nice about Delta Airlines. Yes, yeah. see, it, it actually, it, it, it can happen. Now, I will tell you, when, but when you take the road trips, I will suggest this. You, how shall I say this in a delicate way? You've got to plan ahead. In our family, we weren't going into any public restrooms. So you're just going to have to use it to your imagination about how long the trip might be and what might be the requirements so that when we pulled off, we were pulling way off in order that everybody could, shall we say,
1: accommodate themselves. Well, in Cincinnati, it's a, just a day's drive, so you might have to stop for the bathroom but at the same time we've got some incredible destinations that are not too far away Caesars Creek, John Bryan State Park that's in Yellow Springs, of course Gatlinburg isn't far away, that's four to five hours away, Warren Dune State Park, that's in Michigan Uh, Daniel Boone National Forest, Mammoth Cave in Kentucky, I've been to Mammoth Cave several times, I went when I was a kid I've taken my kid, I don't think they're going to do the regular tours but you can do self-guided tours for now so there are things that you can do to just give yourself a break because you don't even realize it, but when you are adjusting to change, and we have had so much change in the past few months, it is harder and harder on your system. So just taking a break for a few days makes a lot of sense. And listen, for those of you who always feel like, I can't take a vacation day because the boss will figure out that they can function without me. You are thinking of this exactly the wrong way because your boss, this is like money on the table that you're leaving. There is a, a monetary amount attached to each vacation day. And however many you're leaving on the table, that's how much money is stacked up in front of you that you're pushing back in front of the boss and saying, "Ah, eh, thanks, but no thanks. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you something.
0: If you own a business and you have a bookkeeper who's never taken a vacation, Forced them <laughs> to take a vacation <laughs> yeah. because I will tell you, can go every, year, the comb. every year when there's a fraud case, and somebody oh I can think of a medical practice that, that, that actually I used the doctors there uh, uh, for some work. And then um, one day I found out, oh, uh, was that your CFO who was on the front page of the Metro section uh, 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 admitting to uh, uh, embezzlement over the last 20 years? And he was like, uh, hmm, that was it. Never took a vacation because you never knew when something might come in the mail that somebody would go, did we invoice this? Who are these guys? Who wrote a, We wrote a check to who for how much? What? Oh uh, yeah, that's how. So there's a lot of good reasons, but I will share with you this. Uh, I'm a big fan of a test called the Holmes Ray test. Uh, Ray is about R H E Y, I believe, and the Holmes Ray test takes every uh, thing that can happen in life and gives it a point value, and then you get a score. And then if your score is above 150, you have a 50 50 chance of a stress related illness of some sort. And if it's uh, over three fifty, which when I took it when I was about twenty-five, I was I was so excited I thought I would win a prize. I did. I started getting migraines about two weeks thereafter. That was the prize. And so if you don't th- if you think you're handling stress well, or you don't think you have anything stressful going on in your life, this weekend take the Holmes Ray test and uh, don't call me because I don't want to hear the I, I can t- I know what's going to happen now. We don't you know, want
1: to see your results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. We you know you know don't want to. I together. I
0: I know the and here's the thing. That, that's that's funny about the list amy and it's that for every bad thing you know a, lose a family member uh, you know a, a, a child uh, uh gets ill all kinds of things that are listed and you think, oh yeah well, sure that's going to create stress and then things like an increase in income increase in savings a new job wow a promotion you go well that's good stuff yeah and change creates stress and so uh, we keep that in mind now uh, I've made several trips to Washington D.C., um, and we can do it with one stop in the middle. Who, and it's quite a stop. And um, but I found that was nice to walk along the walk among the monuments, see what our founding fathers said, and then kind of reflect on the headlines. And go, yeah, that was, I was an interesting thought they had back then. I wonder what they would uh, our founding fathers would say now. But back to some things more practical. Um, how about Airbnb? Is this a good option in your opinion?
1: You have to be careful about what you're what you're booking right now, and and, and take the conversation with that person uh, in a different direction. Don't just put the credit card information and ask what is the cancellation policy look like. Uh, you know, my family had booked a trip um, for uh, for June actually to somewhere in South Carolina, Isle of Palms, but they didn't have a private pool, and we didn't want to. 14 of us in this packed and at this house with no pool, and we didn't want to go to the, the community pool, uh, we had to go back to them several times explaining to them why this was not okay for us before they were able to offer us a full refund. So make sure you're communicating up front right now. You know, it's interesting. I have a good friend, Alexa, who called me. She's in California. She actually has plans this weekend to go to Santa Cruz, stay at an Airbnb. She's worried that she's going to get the call uh, that, it's been, that it's been canceled because... Uh, California, at this point, has started going to a place where they're closing back down. So it's just really difficult in this day to plan a trip, to plan a trip safely uh, where you can actually relax. There's no relaxing on the beach these days because you're worried about the person next to you breathing on you.
0: And actually, for the first time in a long time, I'm starting to think to myself, you know something, I uh, do not want to, um, or I, I want to buy or at least consider travel insurance. Never thought about that before. We were taking a look at a place where the family, our family, might get away, and then the question was, "Well, can we get?" When well, we asked the owner, "Can we get uh, insurance?" No answer. Well, that of course was the answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can go buy it privately. It could maybe, in fact, be uh, be a good thing for you to do, um, but you have to to be careful and f- with the policy that you buy. One option that I like, and I've done this for a long time, and I know many of you must imagine that I was born in dry cleaning. And when you see the pictures of me, but in fact, uh, I can get down and dirty with the best of them. And one of the things that we love doing, the Backrack family, is go with a bunch of friends from Amanda Clear, Amanda, Ohio, down to um, Dale Hollow Lake, and everybody grabs an RV. Mine's rented; they all own theirs, and it's a lot of fun. One word of caution, though. Uh, my wife doesn't find it quite as much fun as I do, because as far as she's concerned, we have just moved cleaning and chores and cooking uh, to, to a... To a smaller
1: a, little yeah. area?
0: Mm-hmm. With, get, yeah.
1: on wheels?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You right. know, it's and, funny,
1: though. I, I just heard last night uh, about a couple who I interviewed, um, gosh, maybe last year, who had um, retired and kind of built their dream home on this golf course. You know what they decided during this time? They realized, like, gosh, life is really short, and... That what we have accrued during this time can be taken away from us at any moment. Sold the home, bought an RV, and now they're traveling.
0: Yep. And I will tell you something else. Very dear friend of mine um, was doing some planning with us, and he said, "I'm going to get an RV." And I said, "Well, look, I'm your planner, and you know, if you buy an RV, that means that you uh, you might run out of money when you have to cut back your standard of living when you're about 85." And he listened very patiently, and then he said to me, "Nathan, I'm 61." I absolutely want to have good f- my fun now because I don't you know I don't think I'm going to be as much fun when I'm 85. I didn't know what to say. He said, "Thanks for the advice. I hear you. I understand that it could have long-term financial consequences." So that I had done my job as the planner. Mm-hmm. 2 years later, they come into the office. My friend Carol has Parkinson's. He's not mm-hmm. driving any RVs anymore has since had some great surgery, uh, and he's on the the leading edge. But you know something? There's a fine line, and this is what you talk to a planner about. There's a fine line between the trips that you may want to take now and the things you'll enjoy doing now, and at least understanding what the consequences are. And if you're willing to maybe accept that later on, you know, in your mid to late 80s as my friend Carol was, all of a sudden maybe, maybe this is the time to say, going to get that RV or going to do that trip, because you know what? In all my career, I've never had a client, Amy, who called up later and said, oh, listen, I I know you know I died last week, but do me a favor. Would you please send the money to fill in the blank? That's my fun way on this holiday of saying you can't take it with you. So find uh, with some good financial advice uh, the right mix for you. The best 4th of July deals? Of course we have them for you. Just ahead in three minutes, you're listening to Simply Money on 55KRC, the talk station. <clears throat> you're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Beckragg, along with Amy Wagner at 643. How to give intelligently and avoid scam charities. More out there, I believe, now than ever before. Looking for 4th of July deals in all the wrong places? Well, we, as you know, every year go and try and find some of the best for you. Here's our, some of our favorites.
1: Well, in some places are having deals that don't usually. So you might want to take advantage of that this weekend. REI rarely, rarely has sales. This weekend they do 30% off of those smart wool socks. I'll tell
0: you what, if you're going to overspend for socks... Those These are smart, the ones <laughs> those smart wool socks Amen. are they' they're the way to go I'm telling you yeah. it's like it's like walking on a
1: mattress. off hydro flasks. If you have a teenager like I do, I do not know when it became fashionable to have a certain kind of water bottle, but here we are, hydro flask. I don't like like
0: giving a kid anything with the word flask in it, but you can do what you want, (laughs) Amy.
1: That's a really good point. I never thought Uh about that before. Yeah, Up to 50% off, um, still at REI, on footwear and clothing, and then up to 30% off of Columbia jackets, which, of course, it's going to be in the 90s this weekend, so nobody's really thinking about that, but it's a really good time to save. Okay, Uh,
2: so if
0: if you don't want to be stylish? Where do we go to be practical and find a deal?
1: Especially for those people who are home right now, maybe doing some projects. There's actually some pretty good appliance deals out there at Home Depot. We found a Samsung three-door refrigerator, 1600 bucks. That's 41% off. And I know everyone loves the Google Nest thermostats.
2: They're
0: cool.
1: Fifty dollars off on those. um, Fifty-eight percent off of DeWalt cordless seven-tool combo kit. I know that's
0: what you wanted. I know you've been been looking at that. I know. I wouldn't (laughs)
1: know what to do with it. But it's normally twelve hundred bucks. Now it's five hundred. It's something that you would like or someone you love. It's a great deal.
0: Uh huh. And then everybody's favorite store when you love the prices, and then you look at your partner and go. Who's going to put this together? Yeah, IKEA. I I tell you, I love and hate the place all at the same time because the stuff is great. But, oh, my God, if I have to look at one more set of
1: directions, I'm going to spit. Yeah, so IKEA has 30% off outdoor furniture, 50% off sofas, 40% off select beds, And 30% off their grill tools. You know, the grill tools and the outdoor stuff will probably continue to go down during Labor Day weekend when Mm -hmm. we get closer to the end of summer. So if you could hold off, that would be my recommendation. But, uh, you know, we've got a little more time these days to put together those IKEA bookshelves and all of that. So maybe now's the time to make the investment.
0: Yeah. I put together one of those mattresses once. I was on the floor for four hours. I couldn't stand up straight for a week. Are you kidding me? You put together a mattress? Well, it's a thing, and it's got wooden frames, and it's uh, it's it's very funky. And if you oh. those who have ever done it know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> they okay, get that, huh? it's almost as good as planting uh, five flats of pansies, and then not being able to stand up after five hours of bending over. But that's that's not. This isn't simply medicine. This is simply money. Uh, every Sunday we have the Cincinnati column, uh, simply money column, the Cincinnati Inquirer, I should say, and you can start reading it as of today at cincinnati.com. This question kind of strikes to. All that, in my opinion, is both American – well, I, all that's American, really. It was comes from uh, Rich in Bridge War, uh, Bridgetown. He says, look, I'm considering becoming an independent contractor so that I can have more flexibility with my schedule. And, you know, it's funny, but um, nine out of ten people who came to this country, uh, in the founding of this country – uh, were it worked independently and now nine out of ten people work for someone else and so to answer a question about becoming an independent contractor with just that word independent you think that's great but I think the question Amy should have been phrased hi I'm thinking about uh, having lots more taxes and more instability in my pay what do you think of that Nathan if that was the question I'd say mm, better think twice
1: think through a number of things and number one on that list is health care so many of us enjoy health insurance through our employer and we have no idea how much the total cost per person is if you did you would be shocked um but if so if you're married and maybe your spouse has coverage You could consider joining that plan. That would make this whole thing much easier for you. But if you don't have that option, you're going to have to look through the Affordable Care Act um, or buy private insurance. So that's one thing you're going to have to figure out and get that up and running first. And if
0: that hasn't knocked you out, then we have number two reason uh, that you might want to think long and hard about being an independent contractor.
1: We talk about the importance of an emergency fund, right? But if you are relying only on you, right, not the boss, uh, we would say that that emergency fund needs to be nine months at least and a year if you can get there for a couple of reasons. First of all, something goes bad with the business. But second of all, a lot of this kind of gig work isn't steady. So you might have a couple of really great months or a quarter of really great months and then a quarter where it is just dead. So you're going to need that extra money as a buffer to get you through those leaner months where you're able to still be able to sleep at night.
0: Yeah. And then third, of course, you better be setting money aside for taxes, taxes, and more taxes. When I I was an independent business person for 35 years, I'm going to tell you something. I would the first time that I figured out oh self employment tax what is that oh that's both sides of social what oh wait a second that's like fifteen percent and then on top of let's say a twenty five percent tax bracket oh the cost of being independent is actually a forty percent tax rate yeah now I can, now you start to understand very clearly why why all of you who are self employed are writing off everything except your mother on your. Uh, Uh, balance sheet if you can because yeah or your prop p&l because yeah you got to pay a lot of taxes
1: one of the things you have to make sure you're thinking about is retirement, because it is all on your shoulders. There is no group 401k now that you've got, and for so many of you, you think I'm going to start up this business. I'm going to sell this business.
0: Yeah, and I'm investing in the, the business, business, Amy. Yeah. I'm investing in the business, putting
1: all the money back into it. And, and here, but think about this: this is what you're counting on—that exactly the time you decide you want to retire, someone is going to come along at that very time and decide they want your very business for the amount that you, with all of the sweat and tears dreamed that of put into it have dreamed of those things lining up kind of like a comet coming right it is a very rare situation so that should not be your retirement plan you need to make sure that you're putting money into a simple IRA a SEP IRA a solo 401k you do have options you got to make sure you're taking care of you
0: yeah, we have Lori Plumman on the show every once in a while who advises yeah. you who have independent businesses for just a reason, because you can kid yourself, as you were just saying, Amy, all along the way with, oh, yeah, okay. and, and here's how it plays out. I'm reinvesting in the business. And, uh, that's usually the answer when I ask somebody how much they make. They say, well, I make a lot more than that, but I put a lot of it back in the business. And that's when, if you could see the other side of
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
0: The table, the planner is sitting there going, mm-hmm, yeah, I've never heard that one before. Come up with something new and different because uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll buy it if you, if, you, if you lie to me in a different way, Pinocchio. I'm not quite sure that's exactly... Um, how you want to plan for your life. So uh, all I can say uh, to uh, Rich is good luck and be careful, but it is still possible. Now, can you actually build a budget during a pandemic? Yeah, you can. We'll tell you how just ahead at 634. You'll listen to Simply Money on 55KRC, The Talk Station.
1: You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Amy Wagner. Budgeting, the thought that B word might give you a headache anyway, but budgeting during a pandemic is an entirely new thing. Joining us tonight is Al Riddick. He is founder and president of Game Time Budgeting. This is an award-winning financial fitness company that's going to assist others in developing behaviors to improve both your short and long-term financial outcomes. Uh, Al's been a regular on the show with some great tips during this time. Al, budgeting is tough anyway, but what have you seen people do? During this pandemic?
3: During the pandemic, I have seen people actually starting to pay more attention to what they are doing with their money on a day to day basis. Uh, Some of the ways that people are actually finding more cash flow now uh, because we aren't commuting as much as we used to prior to the pandemic. People are saving money on gas. People are not spending as much eating out. And some individuals are even starting to notice that some of those daily uh, or monthly subscriptions that they had forgotten about because they're at home more now, they are actually looking at their banking statements, believe it or not, with more frequency and starting to notice some of those subscriptions they have forgotten about or they had forgotten about in the past. So I think that so far as budgeting during doing the pandemic is concerned, um, obviously there's a lot of bad things that are associated with the pandemic, but people actually, I think, viewed it as a wake-up call, which forced them to pay more attention to their financial situation.
1: Well, and, you know, I think I think you're right. We have a little more time on our hands and I've certainly had a number of things during this pandemic where I've thought in the past, oh, if I could just get to look at this. Right. If I could just go over my credit card bill with a fine tooth comb, I might be able to find and we have that time that we've all been talking about. So I'm glad to hear that you're talking to people who are tackling these things uh, for those who are maybe just getting to a point where, OK, I'd like to get this budgeting under control. What are maybe the top three things you would say? Go here first and look at this or figure this out.
3: Okay, the first thing I would tell people when they desire to get their budget under control is to take a look at last month's banking statement as well as last month's credit card statements as well. What this will allow you to do if you go down line by line is to become more aware regarding your day-to-day spending. Um, I was actually on the phone with a gentleman yesterday who never realized how many Apple subscriptions he had coming out of his account.
2: <laughs> Go but, figure. Uh,
3: typically, that is the first moment of truth because most of us, we, we let's be real about it, Amy. Most people enjoy spending money, and we always uh, wonder sometimes how we run out of money before the end of the month? Well, in order to understand that, you have to learn where your money has gone in the past before you can tell it where to go in the future. Now, secondly, after you do that, then it's really all about establishing what you value as it relates to your money. To use myself as an example, my wife and I, we the top three things we value are investing for retirement, philanthropy, and putting money in our vacation account. So we make sure that we support those three things first and we force ourselves to live on the amount of money that's left. So Al, for you know what you make listening- a great
1: point and I think that it's something that a lot of Americans have never considered what is important to you uh and if you go back and look at your credit card bills you might figure it out if you're spending a lot of money you know uh on travel or on eating out during the weekends or on clothes or you know if you've made a lot of donations you're going to figure out pretty quickly uh it's kind of like uh, where your money goes there your heart lies um but if you've never taken some time to sit down as a couple or a family and say what's important to us and make sure that those are things that you're putting your resources toward uh you're 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 missing out on a major step there.
3: That is definitely true. And like you said, most people never invest the time to actually figure out what it is they want their money to do for them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. And and what do you say, Al, to those who don't have the luxury of budgeting right now because they have been laid off? They have lost their jobs. They're not sure where the next paycheck is coming from.
3: For those individuals, I would say, number one, make sure you take care of your rent payment or your mortgage payment. Uh, Secondly, it's crucially or vitally important to keep food on the table. And then for your various uh, insurances, for your home or renter's insurance, car, or what have you, I would make sure that those premiums are paid as well. Uh, Let's be honest, if you have been laid off or furloughed, most people are not bringing home the same amount of money that they have been, so... Your credit score might just take a hit if you can't keep up with all of your payments, however. I always tell people to be very proactive. If you see that you're headed towards a financial brick wall, so to speak, get on the phone and start calling your creditors now to explain your situation, and you never know. Sometimes you're able to negotiate a decrease in interest payment or interest rate or a potential decrease in in the minimum payment that's due, and depending on what it is, you might be able to talk someone into a forbearance as well.
1: Yeah, That's great advice. Um, Al Riddick joining us tonight, um, president of game time budgeting for someone who's helping people get budgets under control all the time. Uh, You know, Al, one of the things that we see people wanting to turn to right now, especially after the cares act passed is pulling money out of their 401k. We certainly have a strong opinion about that, but I wonder what yours is.
3: Uh, And I I would imagine my opinion is just as strong as yours, Amy, but I would say I would never, (laughs) and I, Rarely speak in absolutes, but I can't think of one reason I would pull money out of that 401K, because when you think about it, that is money that has been earmarked for your retirement. Let's just say you uh, withdraw $50,000 without penalty due to the CARES Act. Think about how long it took you to put that money in that account so it could accumulate, and when you withdraw it, then you are foregoing the future earnings. And I don't know about you, but I'm trying to live a good life during retirement, so I would exhaust all other possibilities before pulling that money out. I don't know if it might be uh, potentially tapping like a home equity line of credit or even doing something as simple as transferring high-end credit cards to a 0% credit card. But if you're facing some type of medical expense, pulling money out of your HSA account, what well, I would do, whatever I needed to do in order to avoid Pulling money out of their 401k.
1: I think this is an incredibly emotional time for so many people, and you're making emotional decisions with your money. It's really easy to look at, okay, how can I fix this short term problem? And by deciding to do something that's going to have a long term impact, meaning you know, borrowing from your 401k. So if you can avoid that at all, please avoid it. You know, Al, what would you say? Because you said people are taking time uh, to to make some steps and to figure out where maybe their budgets are leaking right now. Have you seen anyone though make Making some bad mistakes during this time
3: well actually I just received a call about uh a couple of days ago I don't remember when but I heard about a young lady who had recently came into the first payment of a settlement uh, and it was about thirty thousand dollars and this young lady is about nineteen years old and unfortunately she spent all thirty thousand dollars in 11 days oh one my. of the biggest purchases was a brand new car and her mother actually called me to determine whether or not it would be possible for her to get to one-on-one financial fitness coaching because <laughs> i would say she it, needs it, it. Spending, yeah, either that, that or a way. reality show on <laughs>
1: how to spend money very quickly
3: Oh, yeah. I I tell you that. I almost fell out of my chair when she told me how quickly that money had evaporated. And for that young lady, she has to definitely shift her mindset where money is concerned while learning some new and sustainable behaviors that produce positive long-term results. Because from what I learned, she's going to be receiving payments at routine appointments in the future, and Mm -hmm. I would just hate for her to just blow through all that money and and not try to build wealth with that.
1: (laughs) Yes. No, absolutely. So, Al, uh, really quickly here, what is your final advice for anyone saying, all right, I'm going to tackle a budget? One thing that they can be start doing tonight, what would it be?
3: The first thing you need to do is count your money. I know money can be very emotional, but count the money and see where it has gone in the past and dictate to your money where you want it to go in the future. And I always say, if you give your money purpose, direction, and an assignment, it will not misbehave.
1: Great advice tonight from Al Riddick, who is the founder and president of Game Time Budgeting. If you need some help with budgeting, he may be your guy. You've been listening to Simply Money tonight here on 55KRC, the talk station.
0: You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Backrack, along with Amy Wagner. Did a work-from-home intern. Just joined the team. How would you know? Well... Uh, how do you manage that relationship when it does occur to you? We'll talk about it just ahead at 653. Right right now, you might be feeling fortunate for what you have. As my grandmother always used to say, and she lived to 104, if you have your health, nothing else matters. But tonight, here are some ways that you can give uh, to others if you feel not only that you are fortunate, but you would like to do something for those who maybe are not as lucky as you are.
1: And here's one that you probably see popping up a lot, especially if you're on social media, a GoFundMe. So it just connects donors with real people. But understand this, there's, there's very little vetting that goes on in setting up one of these GoFundMe accounts. And also, and I've looked at these really closely before, about 20% of what you're giving is going to the overhead of GoFundMe and not to that charity or that person or that organization. So sometimes... You know, you become aware of a need through GoFundMe, but you can find more legitimate ways and more legitimate charities uh, yep. that you can get more of your money straight to the people who need it the most. And I think for most of us, when our heart is being tugged by, by someone else's need, we want to make sure that as much of our money, if we're donating it as possible, is going to that need, right, to and I help will tell with you, that problem. I
0: know I've, t- I've, made, I've made two contributions to GoFundMe in my life. One was a guy named Ronnie. Who always used to uh, grab my car over at Valair parking? We became good buddies. We both liked the same music from the same late 60s, early 70s. And uh, Ronnie passed away, and there was a GoFundMe page to pay for his funeral. I felt good about that. And then I got a friend who had been in uh, some places in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia where you, nobody else would tread to go. He's now living in Cambodia. He's helping girls get through uh, college and high school there. And wow. so. But those are the only two. Other than that, my feeling about GoFundMe has always been if you don't know them, don't give to them. I mean, if they, Literally, if you don't know them very, very well, assume that uh, that story that's uh, tugging at your heartstrings may be simply that, just a story. The one place you can always go, this would be our gold standard for checking people out, would be Navig- CharityNavigator.com.
1: And it's a free organization, and it just... Um... No no advertising, no donations, but it simply tells you, okay, is this a legit charity? Uh, how many stars is it given? And it looks at a number of things, including how much is going directly to that need, how much is going to the overhead of that organization, have there been any complaints against that organization. So if you're going to give to a charity, start here. Start at Charity Navigator. Um, the Better Business Bureau also has a great one that you can use to just truly vet because you want to yep. make sure, of course, your money is going to the right thing. And, and then right now, man, if you want to make an impact locally, the Free Store Food Bank. We've been talking about uh, I think we we're talking last week about the need in Dayton, the fact that there was like a four mile line for food at the food bank there and that there were people who had never ever needed help before who need it right now. We're seeing the same thing here in Cincinnati right now. And the Free Store Food Bank uh, has seen a dramatic increase in demand. Uh, and, and then it's you know, on the flip side, there's more of a demand and these organizations who've gotten pretty good at raising money through runs and events can't do those events yep. at all right now maybe virtually but they're bringing in just a a small you know fraction of what they were bringing in before the free store is currently distributing 55 pound food bags to people in our community so there's one way where you know it's going to a great charity and it's going to make a big impact
0: and when you take a look we were reporting last week about that uh, two three mile long line of cars up in dayton and at least anecdotally Some of the makes and models of those cars were very nice cars, very late model. And not everybody that was driving one of those cars had been living beyond their means. They had just uh, figured that, you know, they were always going to have a paycheck until all of a sudden they didn't. sometimes uh, it keeps uh, in the front of my mind that often the only thing that separates all of us from being in tough circumstance is just a matter of how long you might go without a paycheck before your circumstance uh, gets in its own way just as uh, challenging and just as uh, difficult. Now, uh, in order to make sure that you are giving efficiently, remember – well, maybe I should say this. Remember that the most – you can also give something just as precious as money, uh, and that could be uh, time and energy, which, uh, believe me, volunteers, I think, are drying up real fast, too, thanks to uh, masks, gloves, and
1: every other uh, protocol a lot of cases you don't even have to go through an organization you know someone maybe it's a neighbor who's elderly or a family member who you know doesn't have any family around to help them just call them check in on them ask them if you can pick up groceries for them if you know someone in that high risk population uh, who should not be going out right now reach out to them and see if there's anything you can do to help it, you know it doesn't have to be anything organized whatsoever but even just a phone call can make the, someone's day right now
0: uh, understand that now a contribution is up to $300, even if you cannot itemize uh, and are just taking a standard d- deduction. You can still add up to $300, and this would be before above the line, meaning that you will get to deduct that from your taxes. And if you're in a 30% tax break, well, you give 300 it saves you $100 in taxes. So it only actually costs you 200 in real dollars because at some point or other, the government will get what they have or what they consider to be their due. Now, do you work from home internships? Is this the new norm? How can you make sure that your kids make the most of the relationships that they either have or if they're lucky enough to have a virtual internship? How does all this play out in real life? We'll talk about that just ahead in three minutes. You're listening to Simply Money on 55KRC, The Talk Station. You're listening to Simply Money. I'm Nathan Beckrack along with Amy Wagner. This may be... If you, if you knew anybody who had an internship, if you had thought about hiring somebody, I mean, internships, coronavirus, the summer of our discontent, boy, th- you talk about a mashup. How are these things going to play out?
1: Well, I think we know a lot of people who maybe had internships or fellowships or jobs set up after college, and those have been taken off the table. But there's a lot of companies out there who are saying, "All right, we're just going to pivot during this time." And I think about Procter and Gamble, with 10,000 employees uh, here locally. They have had a hugely robust internship program for years, uh, you know, for years and years. 500 interns every year uh, internships go to college students. This year, they'll still have 500. They will all participate online. They will never leave their house. Uh, they do hope to bring the interns together at some point this summer, but that's a big if, right? If everything is safe and they feel comfortable doing that, they will come together toward the end of these internships to share their experiences in person. But you know, let's all think back to when we had internships. Mine was incredibly hands-on, and I can't imagine doing it remotely. So, if you're someone who's working for a company that has these interns, make sure you're reaching out and connecting with them, because understand it's it's much harder for them to. Get Get a foot in the door right now
0: and mentorships however which what i think is kind of interesting particularly with, uh, and i i happen to like a phone call initially rather than a facetime because like radio as you're listening to us now your thoughts and ideas are more likely to penetrate when they go straight from your ear into your brain versus when there's a visual visual that goes along with the words. That are trying to get in your brain and your you know your brain is a funny thing as soon as it sees something oh well let's see I'll start checking out hair nose posture complexion I mean I don't know who knows the eye color you know uh, how are they sitting are they leaning forward the leaning backwards you know how it works all of a sudden when your eyes got something to do uh, they take over what I like about internships start them out on a phone call and just get a chance to spend time with somebody where they can listen and other than that, however they are distracting themselves uh, it's a there's a chance that the ideas get through,
1: yeah, and I think big companies are getting pretty creative here, so Dell has started cohorts, meaning like five to eight interns are kind of all hooked up together, and there's one person who makes sure that they're all checking in together on a daily basis, so even though you're not maybe Really face to face with these people, you're virtually face to face with them on a daily basis. And you know, if if there's someone in your company, uh, especially if there's someone that's maybe quiet, and you're not hearing from, reach out to them, invite them to a virtual coffee or whatever. Talk to them about what your position is, because it's really difficult to get a you know to get ahead in an internship right now when you're not face to face.
0: Most importantly, these interns are going through an experience that you none of us have ever been before, which is they're an intern. In a new company, learning about that company without actually being there. It'll be amazing to see what they will have to say about the employers and the relationships that they had a chance to develop without actually being on site. You've been listening to Simply Money here on 55KRC, the talk station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone
0: seen the bride and groom?